Ladies and gentlemen, turds and queefs, welcome to another jarred fart, an audio experience like no fucking other. It's me, some random guy, sitting alone in a office room with French doors and an exposed wall. That's right, everybody can hear me in my house. Luckily, my girlfriend slash fiance slash partner is sleeping. She's in the other room sleeping. The white noise machine is not on. So I'm a little, I'm a little anxious. Yes, this is going out into the world. Yes, anybody could technically find this. And yes, she does know the name of the podcast. It's not a secret. It's not a little rendezvous between my mouth, my voice, and your ears. This isn't clandestine. This isn't some kind of secret rendezvous. This is above board. This is kosher. This is going on a little too long. Um... Hey, hi there. I'm a survivor of a second round of layoffs at my company. <clears throat> I'm, uh, and this is my story. No, it's, uh, I don't know. There, there, there was another round of layoffs at my company. Today, they fired people on my team that are, like, way better than me. <clears throat> that have been working for the company longer that are more talented and more skilled and more thoughtful and a lot of things. And somehow they decided to keep me and I don't understand why exactly. I mean, I understand kind of why, but it's just a weird situation. And there's basically some kind of very <clears throat> serendipitous events leading up to this where I was moved from one project to the other and had I not been I too would have probably been axed excess fat so it's pretty crazy I think I escaped this round of layoffs by the hair of my nuts um, I don't know if I'll escape the next one <laughs> don't know if I'll escape the next one. It is pretty uncertain. Um, it is a pretty uncertain time. They, uh, they told us that they'll have better information on the health of the company by mid-October. Don't you love the corporate world? It's, uh, I don't know. I mean, I work for startups. <laughs> so it's a little... I don't know. I guess it's a little different than working for, you know, a big fucking corporation. But that isn't seeming... Well, even then, you know, that is seeming less and less stable, too. Because there's major cuts to, you know, all these places. Tech companies, uh, you know, financial companies. These big, big players do have been doing layoffs. They've been doing layoffs, brother. And, uh... Yeah, I don't know what the heck it's all about. I don't know what's... uh, I mean, obviously, to save money, they don't give a fuck. But it's like, what do you do, you know? You're too... uh, 
you're, you you take the path <clears throat> that is uh, supposed to be the kind of stable path, and then you keep getting fucked. You know, like I'm in tech, unfortunately, and um, you know I hear all these horror stories about people like doing hunting for jobs for like six months, and it's just like brutal, and no one can get a job, and all this, and I don't know. It's uh. You know, and I've been laid off before because of COVID and, you know, who knows with, with how things are going now. I mean, you know, this is just one company in a certain sector. It has its own set of problems, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, it just kind of makes you stop and think about your life, man, and uh, where it's going and where you're putting your time in. Because these guys who who were let go that were on my team, I mean, they put in extra hours, they, you know, very diligent, very methodical, and, you know, they got let go. Perhaps a little too methodical for a startup. Maybe that was the their, their greatest strength was also their greatest weakness. <laughs> How tragic. Like a great Greek tragedy Shakespeare can never in it better it's a it's a tragedy for the modern era um all right I'm trying to push here I'm trying to believe in what I god damn it five minutes and 30 seconds in and I I did him I did him I'll tell you right now I did him <sighs> it's been kind of it started off as a good week and it's kind of yeah it's been shitty you know on top of on top of uh, that news that I got this morning, I also um, tried to go to an open mic downtown, but it just—it was just so brutal. I, I left. I ended up leaving. It was like we were there for like two hours waiting, and it was just—it just starts to hurt your soul to like be at these, you know. And it's frustrating because I want to be so good, and I'm frustrated with how good I'm not, and and then you're just at these open mics waiting and waiting and listening to these people who say jokes over and over and over again they don't ever fucking change and it's just brutal man it's brutal I don't know how much of a you know I don't know how entertaining it is to uh, listen to me complain about that but on the bright side uh, I got to see I got to drive into Denver at um, at the dinner hour you know around like 7 o'clock and wow, we the homeless uh, population gets real active at night. You know, they get real active. The boys are in the median dancing, nodding off. It's uh, they're lined up at the soup kitchen. Guys in wheelchairs with their limbs so bloated, they got ankles as big as thighs. You know, it's just all one big fucking swollen tube of flesh. It's disgusting. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's um, it was pretty wild to see. I mean, Denver is not doing well. I don't know if you've if you've been. I don't know if you are planning to visit. The city's not doing very well. There are a lot of homeless people, a lot. You know, there's encampments on the streets. They got the tents up. They got the tarp set up. The jacuzzi. They're siphoning electricity. Um, I don't know if they're that thrifty to be honest with you, but you know, they're uh, some some uh, 
like Unabomber type, I'm sure, is uh, is wiring some shit up, you know? Some kind of uh, revenge something or another. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. It's just it's just great wild to see, you know, that I, I know when I visited here, what, in like 2016, 2017, like there were homeless people. I mean, it was the winter, but I mean, there's homeless people, but not like this. This is uh, different. This is very different. You know, it's uh, it's crazy to see. It is um, sad, but you know, that's not funny. This isn't gonna. This isn't. This hasn't been a very funny episode, isn't this? Is a serious episode. I'm a survivor, and I'm not gonna give up. You know what I'm saying? Oh God. I hate this new, like, brain that I've acquired now that when, I, when I'm trying to fucking just write jokes and do open mics and shit. This, like, shitty brain. It, it feels like I used to have so many fun thoughts, and now they're just... I'm just trying to squeeze them out of a goddamn lemon that's already been used to make lemonade twice, and I think there's maybe a little more for my little lemonade stand, and if I could just squeeze it tight enough... Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's a learning, it's a learning process, it's a learning process, but, yeah, today's been a lot, I'm, I'm, I don't know, I've been writing for like, I don't know, probably like an hour and a half or so, um, but I'm not feeling very funny, I think, <laughs> which is, you know, a good sign for the material, but, we'll see, we'll see, I'm gonna go to a mic tomorrow, and then there's three mics I'm gonna try to do on saturday there's three so that'll be cool if i can if i can pull that off do different bits i was watching um i was watching ryan long's like first special it's like 30 minutes or maybe 40 minutes or something like that he's got like the really long hair and i i don't know if it was before he moved to new york or when exactly i don't want to disrespect the man i think he's a very funny comedian uh and uh and it's, you know, it's a fun special to watch because I feel like, and this is where I mean no disrespect, it's just, it's somebody who's at this very interesting point where he is like this, he's got like top tier, it's not open mic jokes, but it's this kind of cadence that open micers do where it's, it'll be like, you know, set up punch, set up punch, set up punch, set up punch. Well, <laughs> open micers don't do that. But, you know, what you're supposed to aim for, you know? Um, and it's just at this top tier level where, um, where it's not quite his voice, you know, because I'm like, I, you know, I've watched, you know, white immigrant or whatever. And, and, uh, you know, I enjoy the man's comedy. I already said that, but, but it, it, he doesn't have the voice that he has now in this. It's more of this just like funny person saying funny things, um, in a funny, you know, in a funny way. But there's no voice to it. It's, it's, it was interesting for me to see that because I, um, you know, I, I certainly feel that way where I'm just trying to get my sea legs under me. You know, it's like hard to have a voice. You're just trying to get funny. You're trying to get laughs, trying to get say funny things. And it, it's just at this point of his career where he recorded this, it's, it's at such a sweet spot where it's like he doesn't quite have his voice yet it feels like like there's inklings there you can see it like 
the seedlings are there, but it hasn't bloomed completely, if that makes sense. Um, and it's pretty neat to see that, you know, it's, it's a, it's a cool, cool thing to see. I, uh, I felt similarly about, uh, what's his name? Andrew Schultz. He's got a special, um, it's like four for four, so I don't know, four, four, some shit, four, four, one, something like that, where it's like four sets at four different clubs in one night. Um, and it's all different. I think he does all different bits or like the clips he shows are, are different, right? Maybe it's all the same 15 minutes. He's just like running and getting tighter, whatever. But uh, th- that was very interesting to see too because it's from a few years back, kind of before he popped, you know, I think it might be three or four years ago. And uh, it's, it's he's, again, it's like he's, obviously he's him, he's there, he's fucking has it, but it's not, it's not at the level that he has it now where it's just tight, it's very much his own, it's, he's, he's very much going to be, the, like, this is the voice for the next, you know, 20, 30 years, you know, so on and so forth, however long the man's career is. But it, it was kind of cool. <clears throat> it's kind of cool to see that I think, um, especially as somebody who is trying to do the same thing. It's a little like hopeful, you know. Um, I mean, obviously these are very talented fucking people who work in their booty holes off way harder than I am. But it's inc- it, it's some kind of encouragement I think, because um, gotta get better at this i gotta find a way to get better and that way is obviously doing more open mics what a crazy idea but you know sometimes i just don't feel the material i don't believe in it but you got to believe in it if there's one thing i think you got to believe in the material you got to sell it you got to be able to sell it. you got to think it's funny even if you don't think it's funny you got to think it's funny that's what i came away with from the last open mic i did on uh tuesday that was a horror show it's just an open mic to fucking comics in the back of a bookstore. It's a hell on earth. It's a fucking hell on earth. But you got to do it. You got to stand there and you got to get through all the bits. And then, I don't know. <laughs> then you got to go feel like shit after you bomb. <laughs> you spoke to a fucking silent room. Uh, for five minutes, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great. It's great. And it's soul crushing too. <laughs> It really is. It really is. Um, yeah, I know this is probably going to be a short episode. I, I, uh, I got to get to bed. I'm tired. I uh, don't have much to say. My Mexican brothers are probably asleep. It is late. And uh, I think that is going to be it. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it immensely.